Hello everyone, and thank you for listening to this edition of MLB Morning Coffee. I wanted to put out this preamble because after I recorded the show, I realized that there might be a little bit of a shock to your system if you listen to it from the jump. So I wanted to put this little preamble segment out there to warn you that what you're going to hear is me a little bit more intense than I normally am, and I'm a pretty intense person. But I realized after I recorded the show and listened back to it that what I said is probably not going to be that popular amongst most baseball fans. But I feel like it needed to be said, and I felt like it needed to be said because it's truly how I feel. I understand that a lot of people may listen to the first five minutes of it and think that I'm completely off my rocker. I'm way calmer now. I'm probably 50 times calmer now than I was at the peak of my anger in the upcoming episode, which is probably at around the six to seven minute mark. And I want to say that if you're not into that intensity, if you're not into what I have to say, you don't have to listen. And if you don't want to hear me rage against the machine, which is effectively what I do for pretty much the majority of the episode, you can shut it off and listen to something else. We'll be back to our normal scoreboard format for tomorrow. But I wanted to put this out here first because I think it's important for you to understand that what I say in this upcoming show is really how I feel and it comes from the heart. And it's not meant to offend anybody. My goal here is to call out a lot of the BS that Major League Baseball is currently engaged in and a lot of the people that surround Major League Baseball. I love the game of baseball, but right now, I'm not happy with the entity that is MLB. And if you continue to listen, you will understand why. But I just wanted to put this out there beforehand to let you know what you're about to hear. If you want to continue listening, fantastic. I hope that you enjoy what you're going to hear, but if you don't, I will not be offended if you turn this episode off right now. Thank you so much, and now on with the show. Ah yes, it is MLB Morning Coffee from the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California. We are a production of the Athletes Unfiltered Podcast Network. We appreciate you listening today on what is opening day 2021 on our return from hiatus. I want to apologize for the lack of content recently. I have a couple of good reasons for it. Number one, I work in college athletics and there's been a lot going on in regards to the Final Four. So that has occupied a lot of my time. I had a lot of potential guests that I wanted to bring on for our season previews. None of those guests ever got back to me. Quite frankly, it's not that hard to answer a DM or a Twitter message. So quite frankly, I gave up on the season previews. If we can get some season previews early in April, I'll certainly continue to try and do those. I'll certainly continue to reach out to various guests. I want to thank everybody that did come on to do a season preview at one point or another. Your contribution to this program is greatly appreciated. Since we have reached baseball season, we are going back to the scoreboard format, which is going to be a daily recap of every game that has happened in Major League Baseball the prior night. 
We'll have audio highlights. We'll have full box score recaps. We'll do it all for you. The point of this podcast is quite simply at this point, you wake up in the morning and you are going to have every game that occurred in Major League Baseball the night before, timestamps, highlights, full comprehensive box score recaps of everything important that happened in every game. That's what we're doing. That was the objective of this podcast. That's why I started this show over a year ago at this point. I am excited to get back to that. That's where I felt like this show was at its best when we were doing those recap-type episodes last year during an abbreviated 60-game season. I'm stoked to get back to that. While I will be doing those shows pretty much every day over the course of the next six months, I have to honestly say that for the first time in my 28 years of life, and granted I can't really describe what it was like when I was an infant because I didn't know what baseball was, I didn't watch baseball, for the first time, let's just say basically in the last 22 years, I became a baseball fan, I'd say probably at age six, I'm not excited for opening day. And those are words I never thought that I would utter, but I'm not excited for opening day. And the reason why I'm not excited for opening day is that Major League Baseball went through a tumultuous offseason, to say the least. And pretty much all of it turned me off as I continued to follow spring training from afar and look at everything that went on in regards to baseball news. I just got continually pissed off. When I saw Cardinals manager Mike Schilt say that not all of his team would be willing to get the vaccination, I about fell out of my chair. We are over a year into this pandemic. Our lives have been hamstrung because of what we've had to do to keep ourselves and the people around us safe. And you're saying that you're not willing to get a vaccine that is going to protect you and everybody around you? What are we doing here? Why is this even a question? NBA players are lining up to get their vaccines. Major League Baseball players are deciding that they're too good to do that and they'd rather take the risk around COVID than actually get a freaking vaccine. Come on. This is ridiculous. And then we've got ballparks that are deciding to either A, have 20% or fewer capacity, which is the right thing to do. It's not going to bring any of the juice. And then you got the Texas Rangers who are deciding, let's just open it up to everybody. Because that's a great idea. Did the Texas Rangers care about the safety of their fans? Did they care about anybody's safety at all? Or did they just figure that everybody that's going to come to their ballpark cares as little about COVID as everybody else in the state of Texas and will just say, hey, let's come on in, pack the gills. I'm sure everybody will be fine. What a ridiculous crock of crap, to be quite frank with you. And then there are other things around baseball that are really pissing me off. So Francisco Lindor rejected a 10-year, $320 million contract because he wanted a 12-year and $380 million contract. He ends up with a 10-year and $340 million contract. Are we really pouting at this point about an extra $65 million on a $320 million deal? Get the F out of here. It does not matter. You have generational wealth with what they first gave you, and you wanted more? 
Why? Because you're comparing yourself to Fernando Tatis Jr.? Let me get something through your head, Francisco Lindor. You're a great player, but you are not on the level of Tatis. The numbers that Tatis has put up in his first two years are way better, relatively speaking, to the numbers that you've put up. Let me read you a couple of Fernando Tatis Jr.'s stat lines. Last season, he hit 258 in 60 games with 8 homers and 27 driven in. He had 3 straight years of 30-plus homers, but he hit 273, 277, and 284. That's worth $34 million a year? Really? Somebody offered you $32 million a year and you turned it down as a career 285 hitter? Now, he's actually got a better argument than Trevor Bauer. And I'm going to get to that in just a minute because I've got some strong words for Trevor Bauer. Let me give you Barry Bonds' career numbers and let it be known that Barry Bonds never made over $20 million a year. He's a career 298 hitter and has 762 career freaking home runs. He won seven MVP awards. And the last time I looked, you didn't win Jack. And you think that you're worth more than he ever was? Get out of here. The modern baseball player thinks that they're worth more, that they're worth double what Barry Bonds was. Now let's get to Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer signed a contract that's going to pay him $40 million this year and $45 million next year. He has a career ERA of 3.9. And the only reason that ERA is even that low is because of the year he had this past year. Trevor Bauer has one full season outside of last year where his ERA has been under four. From 2014 to 2017, his ERA was above four every damn year. And you're telling me that that guy is worth $40 million a year? That he's worth more than every other pitcher in Major League Baseball? Get the F out of here. And Trevor Bauer is all about himself. He didn't care about his teammates. He's talking about pitching with one eye open. You know what one of the greatest moments of spring training was? Was when the Mariners lit your ass up. When they torched you for three home runs in one inning. I loved it. Trevor Bauer, you got overpaid and you're damn lucky. Shut the F up. And then we go with other aspects of the game of baseball. The over-analytics crap. Like, oh my gosh, it's a crime that we put a pitcher through the third time in the order. Get out of here. Like, when did it become standard practice that all of a sudden a pitcher melts away and turns to jello when he reaches the third time in the order? What happened to the days of us throwing a pitcher seven, eight innings? It should not matter. Analytics are a complement to what baseball is. They are not everything that baseball is. And baseball has become too much of the game of three true outcomes. Homer walks strikeout. What happened to small ball? What happened to stealing bases? What happened to sacrifice bunts? What happened to the hit and run? 
This is not the same game of baseball that I grew up loving. As I evaluated baseball, I'm thinking, we don't see hit and runs anymore. We don't see sacrifice bunts. We don't really ever see straight steals. We don't see true defensive infield plays. We don't see any of that because the modern baseball fan just wants to see the home run or the strikeout, which is why we end up with the three true outcomes. And Major League Baseball wants to market the game to the average fan. And I used to be on the hill of we need more people to love baseball. But I'm not really that way anymore. I want the baseball fan that's going to come to the ballpark and keep scoring their scorebook. I want the fan that's going to sit in their seat for nine innings. I don't want the fan that's going to goof around on their phone and take selfies the whole time. I don't want the fan that's going to be looking at their phone, texting or tweeting the whole game. I want the fan that appreciates a hit and run, the fan that appreciates what it means to throw a first pitch strike. That's the baseball fan that I want. And I know that I am in the minority here, but I honestly don't give a rip. The baseball fan aside, let's talk about the entity of MLB. Major League Baseball has cried poor, and thus they cut 40 minor league teams because apparently they made up a bunch of excuses for why it didn't make sense to have 40 additional minor league teams. We all know that that's a bunch of crap. Major League Baseball owners have cried poor. That's why the Cubs won't extend Anthony Rizzo. They gave him a low ball offer. And look, you're probably thinking, well, just a couple minutes ago, you were talking about Francisco Lindor getting way too much money for what he's worth. There's a balance between what somebody's actually worth and what somebody is either not worth, either that being too high or too low. The Cubs gave Anthony Rizzo a five-year, $70 million extension offer. This is your franchise player, and you're going to lowball him? Get out of here. Tom Ricketts, a.k.a. Baseball Ted Cruz, decided that he was too cheap to pay anybody in the third largest media market, complaining about all of his losses, wah, wah, wah. He traded away you, Darvish. He let Kyle Schwarber walk. He let John Lester walk. He didn't do anything to improve that team. Jack Peterson, whatever. The guy can't hit lefties. And then you've got your TV network, the marquee network. You can't even get on every provider because you're too damn cheap and you're trying to profit too much off of your new TV network to be able to provide baseball on television to the third largest media market in the country. Absolutely ridiculous. And it's not just the Chicago Cubs. The Oakland A's decided we're not going to pay to keep a guy that grew up in the Bay Area so they let Marcus Simeon walk. And for $4 million less, they acquired Elvis Andrus from the Texas Rangers. It was more important for you to save $4 million than it was for you to keep somebody that grew up in the Bay Area, that grew up in the town that is just north of Oakland? Come on! This should not have been a decision. Marcus Simeon should still be wearing green and gold. Toronto gave him a one-year contract. You're telling me that with all of the money that John Fisher has, that you couldn't pay Marcus Simeon to stay in Oakland? Absolutely ridiculous. And the fact of the matter 
is that Major League Baseball teams have decided to overpay the stars and underpay everybody else. Hey, let me let you in on a little secret, okay? Come close, come close. All right, are you ready? I'll tell you. No damn baseball player is worth 30 plus million dollars. Not now, not ever. This is professional sports. We're not solving world hunger. We had over 40 million people on unemployment during the pandemic. And you've got players complaining about the amount of money that they're making when somebody already offered them over $300 million? I just can't comprehend. I just can't. I'm getting way too mad right now. It, to me, is absolutely ridiculous that we are talking about a couple million dollars difference when you're making over $300 million when you've been offered over $300 million. I had to pause the recording to just calm down because I was getting way too mad and I don't want to be the person that is ranting. I'm going to keep everything that I put in the first part of the show in there because that's how I feel. Like that's the type of passion that I feel. Like I have never in my life felt less attached to Major League Baseball, the entity that is MLB, along with the game of baseball, than I have at this moment. You know, I see people on Twitter, happy opening day, one more sleep till opening day, get ready, it's opening day. How are you excited? We're still playing baseball in a pandemic. We're not doing the responsible things here. We're still failing the pandemic as a society. So I can't get excited about baseball in a pandemic for year number two. And not to mention, as I've talked about the owners being cheap and crying poor, this is probably going to be the last year of Major League Baseball until 2023. Because based on the way that everything's been going, how we've seen the struggles between the owners and the players union, we're not going to get baseball in 2022. There is going to be a work stoppage. We are going to have a strike, the first one since 1994, because Rob Manfred is terrible at his job. And Major League owners don't care. Tom Ricketts did everything possible to get rid of every single player that made at least $10 million a year on his roster. And you know what? He decided to take Nico Horner, a potential Rookie of the Year candidate, and put him in the minor leagues because he wanted to save one year of service time, even though Horner already got to play part of last season. Because apparently, now seven years after he did this with Chris Bryant, six, sorry, he decides he wants to do it again and piss that player off to when he finally hits unrestricted free agency because Chris Bryant is all the way pissed off at the Chicago Cubs. And look, I understand if a Cubs employee ever listens to this show, I am not getting a job with the Cubs. But guess what, Cubs employees, potential Cubs employees that are listening to this? Your owner is a Scrooge. He is baseball Ted Cruz. And I will continue to refer to him as baseball Ted Cruz because that's who he is. And Major League Baseball Twitter has become an absolute dumpster fire. There are more people posting on Twitter thinking that they actually know things about baseball when they don't know Jack. 
And yes, I know. I'm actually going to say that. I just said that. I will continue to say that. You can be mad at me all you want, but you know I'm right. And look, I will eventually watch baseball games. I'm still going to do this show and recap all of the games because that's my duty as the proprietor of this show. That's what I set out to do when I did this show. And when I decided I was going to start this show... I loved baseball, and I loved the entity of Major League Baseball. I had just come off working for five seasons in Minor League Baseball. But baseball over the course of 2020 and into 2021 just got me to a point where I didn't enjoy it anymore. And while I'm still going to follow the product for the sake of this show, it is going to take me a little while before I can actually enjoy Major League Baseball again. So I understand why people are excited for Major League Baseball opening day, but is it genuine excitement? Are you really happy that baseball is back? I mean, baseball's been back for a while. We've had college baseball going on for almost two months now. We've had college softball going on for at least two months now. We've had junior college baseball going on since the end of January. What has bothered me to no end is that we have all these people on Twitter and all the people in the media stratosphere that have complained about issue X, issue Y, issue Z with Major League Baseball, and rightfully so, the right to be angry at certain things that have gone on, and yet they're still claiming, happy opening day! You can't have it both ways. You have to pick a side here. Either stick with your convictions or just be the person that loves baseball for what it is on the field and ignore all of the problems that come with it off the field. Pick a side. And what I would ask everybody that listens to this show today to do is to write me. You can tweet at me at Greg D. Mraz. You can email me, greg.mraz at yahoo.com. Or you can send me a carrier pigeon. I don't think the last one's going to work, but if you wanted to send me a carrier pigeon, you could do so. Write me and tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I should be excited about Major League Baseball opening day. Tell me why my pessimism is misplaced. If you have a legitimate argument, I'll listen to it. I'll read it. I'll take it into consideration in regards to how I consume baseball in 2021. I want you to tell me that I'm wrong. And the whole purpose of this episode, as I wrap this up here, is for you to tell me that this entire argument that I have put forward is completely misplaced. And I only say that because if you don't have the conviction to tell me that I'm wrong, then you agree with me. And maybe you agree with me in silence and that you don't want to necessarily say, you know what, Greg, you should be excited about baseball because it's America's pastime and it brings people together. I'll listen to those arguments. And I think they're legitimate arguments. But right now, what I just laid out for you in the previous 15 to 20 minutes is why the entity known as Major League Baseball does not currently appeal to me. And to be quite frank with you, the fact that I ever had to say that breaks my heart. 
I never thought that I would ever say that I'm not excited for opening day and that I'm not excited for Major League Baseball season. But just something in the last week and a half just settled in me that said there is so much that has gone wrong with Major League Baseball over the course of this offseason and really spanning back to last season and before last season, there's so much that's gone wrong that it doesn't feel right to really support the product. I'm devastated that I feel this way about baseball. And I hope that it's going to change within the next couple weeks or within the first month of the season. Maybe I'll get into it. Maybe when the world really returns to normal and we're all vaccinated and the pandemic is behind us, maybe I can feel good about loving Major League Baseball again. I love the sport of baseball. I've called a lot of college baseball games over the course of the last two weeks. It's not baseball that's the problem. It's Major League Baseball. And Major League Baseball has done more wrong than it's done right in the last 18 months. So I implore you, if I'm wrong, reach out to me. Let me know about it. Tweet me at Greg D. Moraz. That's G-R-E-G-D-M-R-O-Z. My email is greg.moraz at yahoo.com. Please let me know. And if you know me personally, if you have my phone number, I'm not giving out my phone number on the podcast, send me a text message. Give me a call. Let me know why I'm wrong. I will hear each and every one of your arguments. Because I can guarantee you, you all have a reason why I should enjoy Major League Baseball opening day. This has been a production of the Athletes Unfiltered Podcast Network, recording from the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California. We are going to be going to our scoreboard show starting tomorrow. We'll have a recap of every game. Look in the episode notes and you will find where each game is located in regards to its time location. Hopefully you will subscribe and you will get your daily dose of Major League Baseball recaps right here on MLB Morning Coffee. I appreciate each and every one of you that have listened this far. I understand that what I said today is probably not popular, but I appreciate you hearing me out. I appreciate you dealing with my passion because I wouldn't have put this out there if I didn't feel that way. And hopefully, those of you that do listen to the show can understand why I feel the way that I do. Thanks again for listening. We will talk to you in our recap format tomorrow morning.